We've got comeback stories, powerful histories. We are going to put together the largest peaceful protest made up of angelic troublemakers such as yourselves. And giggle-inducing fantasies. I feel like I'm gonna barf and pass out and... Pee your pants all at once? How'd you know? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, November 17th through Sunday, November 19th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Grace Lone Memorial Hospital is almost back up and running. ABC released its 2024 midseason premiere dates, which feature the return of reality giant The Bachelor, comedy gem Abbott Elementary, and more than one beloved medical show, including the upcoming 20th season of Grey's Anatomy. That show, along with Station 19 and 911, will premiere March 14th. Abbott is back in session on February 7th. You can see the full schedule at EW.com. Jeffrey Donovan is leaving the Law and Order Force. The actor who played Detective Frank Cosgrove on the crime procedural in seasons 21 and 22 will not be returning for the upcoming 23rd season due to creative reasons. And Firehouse 51 is losing another member. Kara Kilmer, who plays paramedic Sylvie Brett on Chicago Fire, will exit the series in season 12. Anna and Elsa will soon be heading into the unknown in not one, but two new Frozen films. Disney CEO Bob Iger spoke with Good Morning America from Hong Kong Disneyland's New World of Arendelle on Thursday. Have a listen. Earlier this year, we learned um, some exciting news. Frozen 3 is in the works. What can you share with the audience about what we can expect? Well, I'll, I'll give you a little surprise there, Michael. Frozen 3 is in the works, and there might be a Frozen 4 in the works, too. <laughs> but I don't have much to say about those films right now, but Jen Lee, who created Frozen, the original Frozen and Frozen 2, is hard at work with her team at Disney Animation on uh, not one, but actually two stories. Whoa. Back in February, Iger announced on a quarterly earnings call that Frozen 3 was in production alongside another installment of Pixar's Toy Story franchise and a sequel to 2016's box office hit Zootopia. Netflix will not be returning to the Grishaverse after two seasons of Shadow and Bone. And despite having finished scripts for a spinoff, the streaming service has decided not to continue with the fantasy series. According to Deadline, Netflix is also pulling the plug on Glamorous, Agent Elvis, Farzar, and Captain Fall. And both of Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon films will get their own R-rated director's cut. The director gave us a deep dive on those, and he unravels the secrets of his new cinematic universe for EW's latest cover story. You can read that and get more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more at EW.com. You can't love movies without knowing the name Tyler Perry. But our number five pick today isn't a Tyler Perry movie, but a movie about Tyler Perry and his seemingly unlikely rise to stardom. 
Maxine's Baby, the Tyler Perry story, follows the rise of the writer, actor, filmmaker, studio head, and all-around media giant with a focus on the childhood traumas that stuck with him and helped make him who he is today. Here's a preview. What filmmaker has had five movies open number one at the box office in the last four years? Spielberg? Tarantino? Scorsese? No. This record belongs to Tyler Perry. How do you feel right now, sir? My problems, a lot of things in life as I float above it. That's just from childhood, that's from abuse. So every moment, it's like, you're okay, you're safe. It's just emotion, it's just feeling. It's love. Emmett Perry Jr. was his birth name. He changed the name to Tyler Perry because he had an estranged relationship with his dad. I just could not understand how this man could look at me and hate me with such passion. He had some horrific experiences that ultimately led to the characters he created and the imagination that he had. We were so broke, we used to share burgers and talk about these great dreams that he had. As all these people tell me what I would never be, nobody said what I could be. The thing that's amazing about Tyler is he broke every rule. A studio executive said to him, black people don't go to the movies. They were just wrong on every count when it came to Tyler. Tyler was making hit after hit, and finally, people had to wake up. My mother said, don't you ever let anybody tell you who you are. You know who you are. I can't watch it without cringing. I think he crossed the line. What I will not do is change because some critics think it's not art. So Perry gave first-time directors Galila Bakella and Armani Ortiz unprecedented access to his life to create this loving portrait about never forgetting where you're from and following an unremitting vision of where you want to go. Maxine's Baby, the Tyler Perry story, is streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. Everyone loves an underdog, but at our number four pick, we're not talking about a mere underdog, a team at the bottom of the standings that surprises a league leader. That happens in Taika Waititi's Next Goal Wins, where he tackles the story of the American Samoa soccer team and a down-on-his-luck coach. Here is a bit of the trailer. It's known as the beautiful game, but let's face it, it's a complicated game, guys. Soccer, as you like to call it, is like life. Next season, I think we have a real shot. I'm sorry, uh, Thomas, did nobody tell you? You're, you're fired. Well, the American Samoa soccer team is infamous in soccer history for an incredible 31-0 loss to Australia in 2001. In case that score made you think you misheard, We're talking about soccer, not American football, not basketball. They lost 31 to zero in soccer. In the film, coach Thomas Rongen, played by Michael Fassbender, heads to American Samoa to help the team turn things around or at least help them to finally score a goal. Just one goal. Something to drink? Whiskey, beer, wine. Yep, we got all those. Which one? Whiskey, beer and wine. It's safe to say you have zero talent or understanding of the game. Something not right about this guy. Well, he is white. Coach, you've got the toughest job on the island. All we want is just one goal. One goal. Come on, guys! We've worked too long and hard for this. 
You've only been here a few days. What the? I can't work with these guys. For them, it's like some sort of game. It is a game, Thomas. That's it, Jaya. Leadership. Now we're making some progress. Dear Lord, thank you for sending us Mr. Rongan. We've become quite attached to him. It's like finding a little lost white kid at the mall and telling him which way to go. The comedy is loosely inspired by the true story of the team, injected with Waititi's uniquely absurd, heartwarming brand of humor. The film also features Elizabeth Moss, Reese Darby, and Will Arnett. The world's worst soccer team gets its moment in the sun this weekend. Next Goal Wins is in theaters now. In our number three pick this weekend, Coleman Domingo delivers a rousing performance as civil rights leader Bayard Rustin, the architect of the 1963 March on Washington, in the new film from Netflix, Rustin. Produced by Barack and Michelle Obama, Rustin follows the title character after his fallout with close friend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., played here by Amal Amin. And when the FBI threatens to publicly out Rustin as gay, thus endangering the already fragile civil rights movement, Rustin walks away from the movement rather than risk everything they've worked for. But he's heartbroken by King not rallying to his side. Rustin is then drawn back into the fight by young activists unhappy with the progress, or lack thereof, being made by the older generation and institutions like the NAACP, leading to the historic March on Washington. Here's a bit of the trailer. In 41, you called for a large-scale march. The time has come for another. No, bad. I can handle all the grunt work. Rally the young. We are going to put together the largest peaceful protest made up of angelic troublemakers such as yourselves. My friend, Dr. Martin Luther King, will be joining us. How many bodies does it take to surround the White House? How many? Sorry, I thought that was a setup for a joke. You literally want me to find out? (laughs) When it comes to the old God, I'm considered a pariah. Every person at this table will be in the line of fire because of him. Everyone's so obsessed with what I'm doing and with whom. The film, directed by Ma Rainey's Black Bottom's George C. Wolfe, features a stacked bench of actors portraying real-life historical figures, including Chris Rock as NAACP head Roy Wilkins, Jeffrey Wright as Harlem Congressman Adam Clayton Powell Jr., and Audra McDonald as activist Ella Baker. Rustin is streaming now on Netflix. It's trivia time. Coleman Domingo plays activist Bayard Rustin in Rustin, but he also appeared in another film about the civil rights movement that featured Rustin as a character. Was it Boycott, Selma, or All the Way? Stick around for that answer, as well as our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, 
their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuitsandjam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. In the great tradition of Chucky Fargo and Hannibal Lecter, Ted is making the jump from the big screen to the small screen. Seth MacFarlane's cynical, foul-mouthed teddy bear is, for better or worse, getting his own show. The prequel series is set in 1993, and though Ted will be significantly younger in the series, don't expect him to clean up his act. The first tease for Peacock's new series has arrived, and it is our soundbite of the week. Dear future Ted, it's me, 1993 Ted. If you're reading this, it means we got a new series on the most successful streaming platform ever. Yeah, we we got a new series. Is the future amazing? I bet NASA sends people to the moon all the time. Moon colony, negative. Unlimited porn in our pockets, check. Anyway, I can't wait to see your world of flying cars, normal weather, and new TV characters that don't just rehash old stuff. Poor bum had so much hope. Well, fame has come and gone for Ted, and now he is hanging out at home with his 16-year-old best friend, John, in the new series set to premiere on Peacock in January. Number two. The Trolls are getting the band back together in this weekend's number two pick. In the third Trolls movie, Justin Timberlake's branch must reckon with his past when his brother, Eric Andre's John Dory, arrives on a quest to rescue their other brother, Floyd, played by Troy Sivan. Meanwhile, Anna Kendrick's poppy reunites with her long-lost sister, Viva, played by Camila Cabello. Here's a preview. Our brother is being held captive in a diamond prison. There's only one thing that's powerful enough to shatter diamonds. The perfect family harmony. Should we be letting a baby drive? I have procured my learner's permit. Who is a Dulcy McMahon face? The better question is, are you a narc? Who comes there? We're here looking for our brother. Oh my gosh, hello! My name is Viva! It is so fantastic, amazing to see other trolls. Did you just braid my hair? You're welcome. It looks so good. I love it. Is your dad King Peppy? Uh, yeah. Poppy, I'm your sister. My what? Whoa. Hey, man, am I the only one without a long-lost sibling? So Branch and John Dory must reunite with his other brothers, played by Kid Cudi and David Diggs, to save Floyd. And the trolls boy band isn't the only one getting back together. In Sync also reunited for their first new song in over 20 years for the soundtrack. The track Better Place is the first new music with all five members of In Sync since their 2001 album Celebrity. I know you think it's risky and maybe it is, but it'll be worth it. Family's always worth it. You're all I ever wanted. I can't believe this is really Still got it. Looks like your band days aren't behind you. Oh, oh, oh. 
you can see NSYNC and Brozone reunite in Trolls Band Together, now playing in theaters. Get ready to head back into the arena with the Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, our number one pick this weekend. It centers on a teenage Coriolanus Snow before his turn as the tyrannical president of Pan Am, seen in the Hunger Games movies. Set six decades before the events of the original franchise, the movie follows an 18-year-old Coriolanus, played by Billy the Kid star Tom Blythe, during the 10th annual Hunger Games a televised spectacle where children from each of the country's 12 districts are forced to fight to the death as punishment for a past insurrection. Now, much to his displeasure, Coriolanus is tasked with mentoring District 12 female tribute Lucy Gray Baird, played by West Side Story's Rachel Zegler. Here's a preview. Mr. Snow, after everything you've seen out there in the world... What are the Hunger Games for? Are you, are you coming to the tree? The Hunger Games, they're to punish the districts. Those tributes don't have a choice. Your role is to turn these children into spectacles, not survivors. It's why we have teeth. Well, indifference between Coriolanus and Lucy Gray soon gives way to love, setting the stage for a doomed romance. Welcome to the Capitol. You look like you shouldn't be here. I shouldn't, but I'm your mentor. A rebel. I am going to get you out of here. You want to protect people? And it's essential to accept what human beings are and what it takes to control them. Let's see you use that famous snow charm. You seem like a good man, Coralina Snow. Unfortunately for the star-crossed lovers, life's brutalities also exist outside the walls of the arena. So, will the odds be in their favor? You can enter the arena now. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes is in theaters. Trivia. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Coleman Domingo stars as Bayard Rustin in Rustin, but he also appeared in another film about the civil rights movement that featured Bayard Rustin. Which movie was it? Boycott, Selma, or All the Way? Well, he didn't play Rustin, but Domingo was in Selma portraying civil rights activist Ralph Abernathy. Ruben Santiago Hudson played Rustin in that film. Boycott, a 2001 film about the civil rights activist boycotting buses, has plenty of connections as well. It featured Jeffrey Wright, who's also in Rustin, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. His co-star in Boycott, Terrence Howard, playing Ralph Abernathy. And that is it for our show this weekend. We will have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. 
You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Jessica Wang, Lester Brathwaite, Wesley Stenzel, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to Watch. <laughs>